Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. Welcome to Midnight Moments. This is the first of these short reflection sessions that we'll be doing throughout the month. Really honored to be here with you. And uh, thank you everybody for joining me live on Cambridge Muslim College YouTube channel. For those of you in the US and the UK, this is just the eve of Ramadan. For me here in the UAE, I've just begun my fast, prayed Fajr about 30 minutes ago, and uh, set my intention for the month. So Alhamdulillah, we're here, we've started, Ramadan is upon us, and this is uh, going to be a, a beautiful month, inshallah. So I make dua for us, for myself, that this time that we meet each morning or each evening, that we really set our intention for making this month about personal growth and using this month of Ramadan as an opportunity to get close to Allah and to get close to ourselves, to get close to our hearts, to really uncover what's, what's inside of us. And these reflections in these times that I'll be coming to you or me be meeting here on this platform will be a reminder. So I'm really excited because really, first and foremost, this is a reminder for myself. This is an opportunity for me to remind myself to come into a state of presence and self-reflection. And at this time of Fajr for me, it's, it's a good way to start my day. For, for those of you on the eve of Ramadan, really I'm, I'm hoping that this will be a time for inner, inner reflection so that we can all, as a community, come together in this, in this really special time. So inshallah, I hope you'll continue joining me as we embark on this journey of self-improvement together. So we're calling this midnight moments. So why, why midnight? By midnight, we don't necessarily mean 12 o'clock midnight, but the midway through the night. Really, we're talking about the last part of the night. This is a really special time. We know we hear of the, the last third of the night. This is a time specifically for introspection. It's, it's quiet. It's the darkest part of the night. So literally when the, the, the light has retreated, it's the darkest part of this hour. Everything is quiet. Everything in the world has come to a state of rest. Things slow down. Even when you walk outside of this time of night, it's almost this eerie sort of silence that you can hear beyond the silence. And so there's, there's this state of rest that is the same state that for us as people, when we come into this state of rest, or sort of like the midnight of our own being, this, this, this quiet is where we can find our true inner self. And this is really what we're, what we're aiming to do in these times when it's so quiet is what's left underneath the silence, right? Oftentimes we become distracted with busyness. The dunya keeps us busy and we project this self in the world while we're doing this busyness, that is often our externally projected self. You know, it's our thoughts and who we 
who we interact with and how we identify in the world. And it's this sort of projection of who we are. And often that busyness can really be a distraction. And when we come into this place of stillness, this place of presence, this place of quiet, we're faced with what is beneath that self that we think we are, the self that we project in our daily waking, busy lives. And so really, in order to come to be with ourselves and really know ourselves, it's a matter of slowing down, of really taking the time to be still and to use this time of quiet to reflect and to reflect on ourself so that we can start to know not ourselves that we project to the world, not who we tell people we are, not who we have identified with by our job and our cultural identification necessarily, but really our soul, our identity as a soul and a servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we know ourselves, we know our Lord. And when we come into this place of self-knowledge or even presence with ourself, ultimately is, is coming to inshallah be be present with our Lord, be present with Allah, and actually witnessing Allah on a deeper level. And only can we do that when we have sort of cleared the distractions of those of that busyness that is that is the realm of the waking days, right? When the light is out, the sun is out, the markets are open, uh, we're connecting with people, we're moving throughout the world. There's just a, a lot of distractions, a lot of beautiful distractions, but distractions nonetheless. So coming into this dark, still, quiet hours of the night, in this last third, this is where Allah opens the door for us. So it's not just that it's quiet and, and that the busyness on the earth is, is uh, reduced, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that this is, he comes closer to his creation during these times. So as, as if we have this, not as if, we, we do, we have a, an opportunity to come into closer connection with ourselves and with Allah. And so Qiyam al-Layl, this idea of using that third, that third, third of the night for spiritual reflection. This is a time of rejuvenation. This is a time of receiving and being filled up, right? We have this opportunity to uh, be be filled by Allah, and in order to get that filling to to receive, we have to be a, a vessel or a receptacle to receive. And so, really, this is about learning to open our hearts and be in this place of stillness and presence, so that we can receive what Allah is showering down on us during this time. And obviously not just for this time, but learning this practice of, re of being able to open our hearts, be with our hearts, is really what the work that we have to do on ourselves, this purification of the nafs. And it is, it is at the core of the work that we're doing when we are doing our ibadah, worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.
So if we can be present for this opportunity, uh, we can access almost like a portal where Allah can put into our hearts not only His mercy, and but, but literally knowledge. And this is where our hearts can be illuminated. Because it's not from our own doing or our own intelligence that we become enlightened or fully aware of the true self, but it's from Allah. Allah gifts this to us if we put ourselves in the right state. And so presence, you know, being, being fully present for that moment, being in the moment is where we have the ability to actually witness Allah and to be in a state of receptivity. And so these, this is why we're, we're going to be focusing on presence and self-reflection as the sort of keys for this uh, to happen. So for some, this, uh, this idea of qiyamul layl or, or some, or, or tahajud or staying up in the night for worship, for some of us, Ramadan is the only time when we do this. Like a lot of the practices that we do in in Ramadan, siyam, qiyam, uh, reading Quran every day. But obviously we know the Prophet did these practices daily. And really this is uh, good for us to do all of the time. But because of that busyness, because we're living our lives in these daylight waking hours in the busyness of the dunya and identifying mostly with our selves that we project to the world that are caught up in this busyness, we don't have time. We tell ourselves we don't have time to do these practices of worship uh, or connection or coming back to remembrance of Allah because we're, we're busy with other things. Um, but Ramadan is a time when we are obligated to take time, to stop the busyness, uh, to prioritize these things of fasting, reading Quran, uh, watching what is in ourselves, so not just fasting from food, and really slowing down. And so Ramadan becomes like this spiritual boot camp where it's essentially a retreat, right? We, we, we are in retreat from just the norm, the norm of dunya that we so easily get caught up in and get distracted. And so why this is an obligation for this 30 days every year to fast is because this is the bare minimum that our souls need to reset, right? We, we need at least this 30 days in this blessed month of Ramadan to be focusing on fasting every day, be focusing on connecting with the Book of Allah and being conscious about our dhikr, be conscious about remembering Allah in order to maintain a baseline. Right? We need this month of every year to retreat uh, and to increase our spiritual practices. And so if you think the connection between we have this one month of the year where we're in uh, halwa, we're in retreat, we're retreating from the norm. Uh, and similarly, the last third of the night 
is this time where we're in retreat. So the last third of the night is this portion of a 24-hour cycle, right? We have these days that are 24 hours long, and this portion of the night when we come into stillness and reflection and retreat from the busyness of the dunya, we know that the Prophet did this almost every night for about two hours of the last third of the night, right? He was, he was up by himself in Qiyam with, his, with Allah, the last third of the night. And so what is that? Two hours of a 24-hour cycle is about one-twelfth of the day, right? So there's this portion that is of the day where you need to come into checking in, disconnecting, and being in stillness and being in remembrance of Allah. So if we think now of taking that same portion and thinking about Ramadan, it's like Ramadan is the midnight or the, the last third of the night of the year, of the 365 day cycle. It is that one twelfth, that same portion of one twelfth of the, of the day that we are taking of this midnight. Uh, Ramadan is this one twelfth of the year. So there's this wisdom in that we have to come into a place of retreat for a portion of our cycles of life, of cycles of being in the dunya, caught up in the dunya. <clears throat> and it's interesting because I've been reflecting on this time that we're in specifically with the coronavirus pandemic and how we're all essentially enforced halwa, right? We, we're all, for, for, for many of us around the world, we're in retreat uh, and it wasn't by choice. It was obligatory, you could say. Uh, and I've been thinking perhaps this time that we're in where everybody is in retreat is like the, the last third of the night of an era, right? So like, like Qiyam Alayl, like Ramadan, now, you know, these, these patterns and these cycles are uh, applicable to, to everything that has a, a cycle in this dunya. And so every once in a while, we have to retreat. And so now the whole world is in this state of retreat. And so it's, uh, it's quite fascinating now that we're, this is aligning with Ramadan. <clears throat> we have all these multiple layers of, of coming into being with ourselves. Essentially, a lot of us are, are stuck at home. And sure, we have other things happening. We have work that we have to continue. But essentially, we are we're cut off from a lot of the other distractions, right? We, the malls are closed. Uh, we, can't, we can't be as social as we have been in the past. Um, we, are, we are forced to uh, be, be in our own spaces, really, right? And when we're in these spaces of retreat and, and quiet without the busyness, we come to be with what is in ourselves, right? We're faced with what's underneath that busyness and what's underneath that self that we're projecting to the world. And right now in this time when, when we're all sort of stuck at home and faced or to be with ourselves, a lot of people are struggling with this. They're struggling with what's coming up, right? Because when you uh, reduce the distractions and you come into this place of uh, presence and stillness, 
you come up with what's there. And so for a lot of us, we haven't, we haven't been doing the work on what's there. And so we're faced with what, with what comes up. And we tend to not have the tools, the practical tools for self-reflection and presence. Or if the tools are there, we, we haven't spent time with them. We haven't prioritized them perhaps in our lives because we didn't have to, right? And now here we are, we have to. And so it's about taking advantage of this time. And inshallah, I hope that these moments that we check in at this time will be about learning some of these tools to really take advantage of this opportunity that we're afforded uh, on all of these levels, right? This time of the of our of this era where we're the world is in in khalwa, this time of Ramadan, when Allah has portioned this sacred month for us to change things up and to slow down and to look and to remember. Um, and then using these times of Qiyam al-Layl to increase that, to really you know, take advantage of this gift that Allah gives us in this portion of each day. We have 30 of these days of Ramadan. Each one of them is special. In this uh, nighttime, it's even more special. So what I would encourage for myself and for us is to really try to take advantage of every moment. You know, really, <clears throat> really breathing it all in, taking it in. And oftentimes, you know, it feels like a long time, 30 days. But as we know from experience, after the first week, it's like, where, where has that gone? Where has the time gone? Next thing you know, the 30 days is over. And so really what we want to do is seize each moment. So these midnight moments are times to seize, the, seize these moments, to be with, our, be with ourselves, open our hearts, and to reflect not only on this time, uh, but on our, our, our whole trajectory of our lives, of ourselves. Where have we been? Where are we going? Where are we now? And really to check in internally. And so what we'll do throughout the, the month when we check in in these times, we'll, we'll go over some practical tools to do this. So really about orienting ourselves. I keep touching here because this is really where we need to orient ourselves to to moving from identifying from up here and being present with our hearts so that we can then learn how to open our hearts to receive everything there is to receive in these times. So I invite you to continue to join me on this journey each day. Today, I just wanted to set the stage and set the tone um, for for what we're going to be talking about, and and really invite you to come into this space with me each each day, uh, Monday through Friday, at this time, and next time tomorrow at the same time, we'll be talking about hudur, concept of presence, and why this is important. What happens when we're uh, uh, able to be present? Um, and 
why this is a necessary sort of prerequisite for uh, a process of inkishaf or self-awareness and self-reflection. So this is what we'll talk about tomorrow is this concept of hudur, really for setting the stage for how we're going to approach this month and these talks. And then after the weekend, after some rest, uh, the following week, we'll get into each day, we'll, we'll go over a different practice for that first week. So what I really wanna do at the beginning is to introduce some tools, some really practical tools. Well, you know, these talks are short. We'll be checking in for a short amount of time, but giving you something that you can do on your own time. Um, and so we'll be going through each day of next week for at least the first part of the week, we'll introduce some different tools for uh, self-reflection and presence. And then going forward through the rest of the month, we'll, we'll cover some different topics and different points of reflection and always kind of coming back to these practices um, because they'll be foundational for our work together and for this journey together. And uh, so I, I look forward to being with you again in this space. And please also use the, feel free to use the comment section to uh, communicate with me, tell me what you, what, you, what you want out of this or any questions that you have. Um, it would be great to, to feel like this is a community where we're supporting one another in this journey of, of really uh, self-reflection and using this month as an opportunity for self-improvement, inshallah, at the end of this month, we'll all be better for it. And uh, I, I, for all of those of you who are just on the eve of Ramadan, I pray that you and your families uh, really enter into this month in a special way and that this is the best Ramadan that you, that you have had, that it opens up huge opportunities for you to move stations with your growth and uh, uh, enjoy each moment of it. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I look forward to seeing you soon.